But yeah, that was a that was a fun experience at Taco Bell. We uh, got held up by an old gay man who wanted to comment on my Black Lives Matter shirt. I mean, I, so, I can't. So really, many opinions that were going on. I can't really be mad because what happened is exactly what I wanted to happen when I bought that and shirt. And I get that. And I get that, but like me and you standing right next to each other, we're the prime example of yin and yang. Mm -hmm. No matter if I'm right and you're wrong or you're right and I'm wrong, it was a prime example and he was not having it. No, I was. But I agree with you. He was out. He was outing you and wanting to put the screws to you. Yeah. I'm always willing to hear someone's argument. Right. But as soon as you use BuzzFeed as your reference, Mm -hmm. you have lost all credibility. (laughs) So. Sorry, old man, who you, whose number who tried to give me his number at the very end. <laughs> he probably wanted to take you out for drinks, Chris. You know, if he would have led with that, I might have done it. <laughs> be like, oh, you're gonna feed me, wine and dine me? All right, I'll take it. Yeah, and I then I'll be fucking wine and dine see before I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to go back to my place? Ooh, I can't. My cat, I forgot to feed him. So maybe how next is your time. cat, Chris? Oh, he's always spoiled. Awesome. Spoiled as always. Same with my cat. I know you've seen pictures of my cat. Yes. I am aware of everybody's cats, whether you know it or not. Right. <laughs> not his. He don't post pictures of his cats. Nope. No, but I could tell by the hair you're a cat person. Right. Yeah. yeah so let's open up the show. Cat. Welcome to the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Lex. And we are here with, I will say Nick's joke for him, butthole salt. <laughs> Which Fuck I think you, is what. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick. I think that old man wanted to do to me after our argument. <laughs> he wanted to butthole salt you. <laughs> he wanted to salt my butthole. This next song is called Lubrication. <laughs> the first question we actually like to ask here on the Toon Junkies mm-hmm. pa- podcast what was the first concert you ever attended? First mm-hmm. live music you ever experienced? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm going to. Ask this with yours, national or local? Either one. Yeah, either like, one. Either I'll give you, you both. Live? For your first live experience with yeah. live music, it could be live music. Thing. It for for me was a local show in Milford, mm-hmm. which is where I'm from. It was at the Christian Church. Uh, my buddy's uh, brother's band, which was Recess at the time, uh, brought a bunch of bands into this church gymnasium mm-hmm. and one of them which was minus two they did a blink 182 cover of damn it nice and i'm sitting there going this is a christian venue and you're singing damn it <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hell no no, no 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 it wasn't that it was i mean i was just a 10 year old kid right. but i knew in one of the lines is he fucked her yeah, and i'm like yeah. is he gonna say it <laughs> and i'm like oh god he did say it and that was my first time I ever experienced in a mosh pit or anything yes. and then obviously the post mm-hmm. the crossing we know the story yeah, yeah, yeah. where mm-hmm. everything went from there that was my first live show experience mm-hmm. my first national act show sticks ario speed wagon and journey nice, nice. <gasps> i've only seen the only band i've seen in that group is ario speed wagon was it at elkhart it was at the Morris in South nice. Bend. Very nice. It was with nice. them and Blue Oyster Cult. And now, I was up in the, what I was really happy balcony. about with that show with Journey. I was just about to ask who was their front man because I'm pretty it sure it was Steve before. It was before bef- the the guy they have now. The, the new Filipino guy. guy. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I didn't want to say Filipino because I'm. Well, I'm, you Fili- don't I'm Filipino. You're good. Exactly. You're good. But they had actually brought the original bass player from Chicago mm-hmm. down to the Fort Wayne show. Nice. And so I got to experience that. Cool. So, and of course, I was like 14 at the time. So I didn't know anything about it. And then once I really started doing my research, I was like, oh, wow. 
Oh shit! I got lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. So was so. it Steve Perry that friended that? Steve, Steve Perry he was because yes. I know he like didn't he get like a. I thought he had like throat like cancer, like a polyp or something. Probably. It seems to be a thing now that happens to all the vocalists. <sighs> something happened with Ario Speedwagon. I think. I can't remember. Who knows? Yep. Mike. Uh, uh, let's see here. Honestly, it, it was actually in a uh, at my gra- in my grandma and grandpa's living room. Listening to them play a bunch of bluegrass music. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Nice. Yeah. Arnell Panetta. What'd you call me? Arnell Panetta. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the lead singer of Journey now. Um, yes, okay, yes, guy. you're right, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Arnold no. Palmetto. Arnell. For some reason Arnell I get him Panetta. mixed up with the guitar player from Dragon Force. <gasps> Don't ask me why. Oh, Herman? We do Herman Lee? Yeah. We do like Dragon Force. Dude, the best. So I once saw a parody I'm not video. dogging on it. It was him like showing him how he plays, but somebody dubbed it over to where it's like he was just making Mario noises on his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do this. It's like, bring, bring. Who was your first national act? Band? I don't even know this. I've been in a band oh. with you for a year. Oh, I, I, I really don't want to say say their name, but okay, fine. Nonpoint. I'm not gonna say who hey. was with them. Who was wait, why not? Them? No. Oh it, it, oh, it was Nickelback, and I don't like to say. <laughs> Wait, 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 real was, quick. What year was this? Oh, it was it was like the how you remind me down at the okay, okay dude, this was, this respect was, because yeah. they were the biggest fucking rock band in the world. So don't this be a, before everyone makes fun yeah. of Nickelback, but everybody secretly loves Nickelback. Everybody knows at least three songs. Yes, yes. everyone. Yeah, we all liked Nickelback at one time. I yeah. know a lot of their catalog, and I'm dude. I do too. Okay? Yeah. yeah, and when it comes, I'll never choose to listen to Nickelback. When it comes on, I'm like. I'm gonna sing every fucking word to this, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. When this is how you remind me back in high school, yeah. I wanted to be Chad Kroger. Is that Dude, Chad, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually went and tried to grow my hair out. I have the red shirt, the necklace, the goatee. I actually wanted to be Chad Kroger because he was getting all the chicks. Uh, he <laughs> was married to Avril Lavigne. Okay, this is pre Avril Lavigne. Okay, but still. Also, they did a. They were at some. They, there's a video you can find online where they played some festival and they did a cover of like uh, Metallica. The Inner Sandman. Dude, yeah. it was good. Yes, it, it was, was very really good. good. Yeah. I still love the other live shot where they had the rocks throwing on them. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh every time. Man, yeah. it was it was funny though because it was cool to watch because they had. I had a yard, a yard a lawn seat, mm-hmm. and they said, "Hey, it's raining. Come under here." So everybody, everybody, literally rushed the stage. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Braxton. Uh, Braxton. First time with live music. (laughs) (laughs) First time with live music probably would have just been listening to my dad's bands Mm -hmm. playing, you know, around the house. And then first, I guess, larger show I ever went to, I probably would have been about 10. It was Christian rock, like Pulse something or other Mm -hmm. fest. Pulse fest. Yeah. Okay. And then as an adult, the first major show I went to that I actually wanted to go to was Kill Switch Engage at the Clyde. So. <gasps> Who took wait, you to wait, that wait, show, wait, 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 Time out, time out. Was this the Howard Jones era? No, no. This, this is was this, No, this was Jesse era when he came back. Yeah. Bitch, I and hate you. It's okay. I want to well, see Howard so badly. Well, and okay. I have a fun story about Howard. 
and I actually hated him at one point when he what? did. Hold on, hold on. Do you just want you want me to fight you? Don't listen. You keep saying all these inflammatory <laughs> really? things, sir. You've tried to take me down once. <laughs> yeah, you, you ready for all 120 pounds of me, motherfucker? I'm ready to flush you down <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> and he's on the heavier side right now. <laughs> the Taco Bell's going through me, man. <laughs> okay, when Howard Jones, it was before they did. Oh, uh, the devil you may know. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was that time frame. It was when he, when W. May Know was on tour with Down and Black Label Society. Okay. Howard was always getting drunk with Phil Anselmo and Zach Wild. Uh, I ba- would be too. Okay. The dude was <laughs> deliberately shit faced on stage. Yeah. He spit on the crowd at Fort <gasps> Wayne. This is where I lost a lot of respect for okay. him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he flipped off the crowd, mm-hmm. and he just stood there drunk. They only played three songs because he was so inebriated, Damn. and just stood there and booed. I'm like, dude, I lost a lot of respect. Sounds like for you. a puddle of mud situation. <laughs> well, it comes back around. Uh, Light the torch is his new band, yes. which yes. was some of the members from the Devil You May Know, mm-hmm. and I got to meet the bass player who used to be in uh, the uh, leading through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yo, last time you were here, and he just kind of just stuck his head down. I was Aww. like, You know what I'm about to say? And he mm-hmm. goes, Okay. I'm like, Tell me, did he get help? And he goes, Yes, and he's actually going to apologize on stage tonight. I mean, I mean, it's also like he had to go through that whole diabetic thing, and yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, he yeah, had yeah. to bail out of Kill Switch is because this was like a new thing, and he was kept right, having problems right, with it. And right, I think right. that. That well, and he was he was even telling me like how they how he had like besides the diabetic thing he had a lot of personal problems. Yeah, it but, seems uh, to be a thing that plagues the vocalists. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, Light the Torch did their thing. Great sounding. It was love to Light me, the Torch. Light the Torch and live. It reminded me of Kill Switch Engage. Yeah, it's the Howard Jones era of Kill Switch. That's what right. Light the Torch I just is. call it Kill Switch Engage Junior. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and not not shitting on it. But after they got done, they did. I think they did like nine or ten songs that mm-hmm. night because it was "Light the Torch," uh, "Devil Driver," "Gwar," and "Against yeah. the Grain." Damn, dude, that's a fucking stack show. It was a very Hell stack yeah. show. It was awesome. It was at Pierre's. Oh, I miss rest in peace. I, I miss Somebody Pierre's. fucking buy that place and you know the funny thing is, and I'll get to that in a, a minute. But anyway, Howard Jones stood there on stage and he goes, "Look." The last time I was here, I was a dick. I want to apologize and thank you for so many years. I was like, dude, you won back my respect right. all in one hand. Manning up and saying, I Yeah, he was up a man about it. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is, and I've heard this story come up in many of your podcast interviews, was the Chelsea Grin, Whitechapel, and uh, Slaughter to Prevail show that everybody was at at Pierre's. I wasn't at that show. You weren't at that uh, show? The one that we talk about a lot here is the Atreyu show mm-hmm. that was at Pierre's with uh, Atreyu, okay, Memphis yeah, Mayfire. Yeah, yeah. That was like the next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was but, that the uh, Black Dahlia murder show? Oh, yes, you're right. Because that was like the week before. Yes, I was at or, that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran into so many people at that show and it was funny because it's like, hey, all these people I've seen from like the South Bend area. Yeah, the Michigan, 574 <laughs> scene is yeah, in Fort Wayne. Hey, yeah, and you're in the 260. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which again, and I agree with you, Chris, uh, rest in peace, Pierce. It just, it, I miss, I even miss the Clyde. I don't know about the Clyde. The Clyde Theater basically put Pierre's underneath and I've seen so many great bands there I obviously saw the bands that uh, Braxton yeah. mentioned off the Kill Switch Engage mm-hmm. Clutch and Cro-Mags 
Chromax. Chromax was there. And then I saw Hatebreed, Prong, Mad Ball, which I was stoked for that. And um, Skeletal Remains. Nice. And then obviously there's been some other shows that have been there. And it was like, there was a Metallica cover band and, and Blood was out there. But yeah. yeah was that? But no, it's a Bhopal Assault, as you corrected me earlier. Yes, sir. Which I don't like because my father's name is Paul. I, I, and I'm sorry. And if you want to blame anybody, blame that guy on the Bhopal part. Mm-hmm. I gave it the assault. God damn it, Michael. Yeah, I know. What I gave know. you the inspiration <laughs> for the name? Okay, well, the actually it was during a uh, this one place I, used, I worked at. They were trying to universalize the warning labels on certain chemicals, mm-hmm. and and they were talking about Bhopal, India. I think it was. I'm not going to say the dates, but, you know, it was early, early latter 80s, early 90s mm-hmm. when that whole gas thing happened, killed 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, me being a horror movie junkie, I love apocalyptic stuff and all that stuff like that. I wanted popcorn while I was listening to this conversation because mm-hmm. he was talking about, oh, people were dying on the streets, blood everywhere. I'm like, oh. Ooh, a horror movie. So, which brings back when we were supposed to originally do the Toon Junkies podcast mm-hmm. interview, and you guys actually hit it right on the nose about Bhopal. Yeah. Bhopal. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, but yeah remember. It, it's, it's back in, it's been documented because that was when you guys locked yourselves in a room and Lex had a lot of deodorant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when we were in here with Tyrell and they were like sitting here for hours and they were thinking like oh, they were going to get real that stinky. that was one of the quarantine episodes. Yeah. It was the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We spent a lot of time. Yeah, that was day. when... We, well, both Mike and I had gotten really sick. Mm-hmm. I had actually gotten injured. Also, I had uh, took a, a a nail punch almost through my hand. Oh, Gross. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Me and this guy worked together. He was there when it happened. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> he said, I can confirm. Pictures. But yeah, he wanted it to be Bo Paul. So obviously every new band does this thing where they go on Google and search Make sure there aren't exactly. already, unless you're uh, Nautilus, and then you just pick a name <laughs> where there's already a thousand other bands. Right, right, right. Nautilus. Uh, so when I searched it, they're in back in 85, so I don't know if the band's still a thing, but I seen it, I was like, nope, we're going to do something different. Mm-hmm. But Paul was actually a punk band back in 1985, and I was like, I wanted to be Nuclear Assault. Yeah. I, so we just took Assault and put Bhopal Assault. There you go. Bhopal. Yes. Bhopal. And... Uh, <laughs> I gave, I coined, uh, kind of like how Slipknot has the maggots. Mm-hmm. I you refer cl- to your fans as buttholes, right? No, <laughs> no, <damn it>. no, no. <laughs> was, the I wasteland, I was gonna... the wasteland punks. Oh, there you go. Yes, I like that. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning. Okay. And let's say, how did Bhopal Assault come to be? Oh, well, that would start with you, sir. That would start with me. Oh. And then when you stalked me. Historically, every relationship that starts with stalking ends well. It's, that's <laughs> so far, it's been very well. Yeah. Yeah. I read it on a BuzzFeed article. Oh. oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> uh, no, actually, uh, the f- previous drummer, well, the initial drummer when Corey joined, mm-hmm. and Braxton joined, of course, yeah. uh, me and him actually started out as a two-piece. I was listening to uh, Mantar at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, so good. and I was sitting there listening to it, I was like, oh, hell no, we could, I could do this, we could do this, you know, we could <laughs> yes. do something similar to this, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so I, and I was like, well, I, because I work third shift, 
the, the he worked day shift so already trying to get scheduling and stuff like that so yeah. i was like well two people that's a lot easier you yeah, know absolutely. i mean i actually went as far as going putting a base di in my in my rig mm-hmm. and was running an eight string and was kind of dialing it all in and all of this mm-hmm. And then I got to listening to one of our practices because I still have some of those practices actually on my phone. And I'm like, look, listen to him. I'm going, wow, we, you should call us the, uh, you know, the uh, attention deficit kids because we cannot keep nothing together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and all this. And, and then And then listening to it now, I mean, I was just like, man, this is, we need a third person. And I just happened to see Corey had left hostile, mm-hmm. you know, so, and I'm like, I, I said something to uh, I said something to him and I said, "Hey, uh, so there's this guy I just happened to notice that he was that he's not he's now available now, you know. I'm, I'm going to hit him up here after practice. He's like, oh, he's, he's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So, and I'm not going to lie, when you first hit me up and then the first month I actually drug my feet because after coming out of that band, I I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I I was not putting expectations high or anything. Oh. I'm not going to lie. All right. All right. But uh, the reason why I started following Corey is because I was, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I, I I do, I used to cook for a living. And when I cooked, I worked all kinds of crazy hours and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's the reason why I didn't play. That's the reason why I haven't played in a whole lot of bands because I'm like, well, when I got time. time. No, no yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like when you don't have time to do something, but you still got, still got the love for it. You know yeah. I mean? That's what, so I was like trying to find people that was in the scene, and I had remembered Hellshot from some from thousand word of mouth. Years ago. Yeah, yeah, thousand mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, but <laughs> but, but but still, the you Ming know, Ming Dynasty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You said the Ming Dynasty. Playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, right. So. <laughs> right. But no, after that, I just so I, I followed him. I I can't remember everybody. I started following. I mean. Yes, I Facebook stock people, but I Facebook stock people because I'm trying to figure out where I need to go to meet pe- like-minded people so that way I know where to go. Yeah, that's like it's, the definition of stalking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a creepy way. No, no, I'm no. I'm just no, trying no. to get what I want, what? and I'm going to get it. Let's go ahead and say it's in a creepy way. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all right. It all worked out, right? Yeah, it really it, has. It, 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 it absolutely Two years, did. maybe you'll wind up on the news. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Almost after today, it would have ended up on the news. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. After Taco my... Supreme gone apeshit. <laughs> Local podcaster's butthole was assaulted by a man who did not agree with Black Lives Matter. <laughs> that needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> so needs to be on a shirt. I'm a magnet for drama these past couple days, man. I, don't know what's I guess, going on. man. Yeah, and then I entered the band and we started writing. And I was playing. Ha-ham. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I've been trying to point and not say anything, but... <laughs> Take two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I entered the band, and we started writing, and then we started putting lyrics, and it started where uh, we were actually looking around and saying, so who's going to sing these lyrics? Mike tried. It wasn't happening. I wanted him to pay attention to playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Jay, uh, the previous drummer, was trying. It wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So I just rolled my eyes and put the bass down and said, okay, let's try this. Mm-hmm. It worked. I was like, okay, let me see if I can let me this. Did my little neck thing. I was like, I can't let me it. Then enters this tall yeah. drink of water over here. <laughs> Aww, I was wondering if you were going to say that. This tall drink of water. It, like you said earlier, we work together mm-hmm. and 
he asked if I could play bass for him, and I said, well, I could, but I'm mainly a guitar player, so mm-hmm. you wouldn't mind if I played with a pick, right? And he was like, yeah, I actually play with a pick, too, so that works perfect. And I was also showing you the stuff at work, too. Yeah, every once in a while you would, and you also just assured me it was super simple and i'd probably get it pretty quick so. it's not this super dense pick you guys gave me a t-bone no no that, <laughs> that also no, doubles as a, a nail if you pick. want to hang that's a year later yeah. pick yeah I'm, I'm still using those lemmy picks actually that yeah, yeah. he had originally as yep. the bass player Ooh. so yep. yeah um yeah i that's I, I want something that's actually going to stay in my hand at the and i need something that's going to stick but that right there you could put an eye out with that so <laughs> yeah i uh, i put a whole uh at a discl- a I may location. or may not have put a hole in the wall at Taco Bell. Should just said pick. vandalized. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then it'll give that old man ammo about why Black Lives Matter is. He's not. A, he's not an employee, so he, his opinion don't matter in this point. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently he thought so, as he ah. shut you down so many times. Yeah, he was but like, I know about disenfranchised people. Just look at my keychain. So he had a little rainbow beads. I'm like, oh, your pride. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I almost cool. called him a brony. <laughs> I see your brony and I raise you a jabroni. <laughs> uh, that was the first thought that came to I was like, Michael, don't. Don't. don't he don't. I doubt he would have known what a brony was. Probably not. We would have just been like, Google brony and we'll come back later and we'll talk <laughs> and about it. And then he would have seen the picture of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I want to be one of those. But yeah, <laughs> we yeah. all want to be Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> but yeah, we got Braxton in the band and then just started writing. And then October of last year, we actually played our first show at Hardy's with Dirt Nap Dogma, mm-hmm. Split the Sea, and Enemy of Creation. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can confirm I was there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You were there. Yep. I, I seen so many people there. That I was not expecting. Like, I, I saw you. Mm-hmm. I saw Aaron Biggs. Yep. And at the time, I didn't know he was... Because uh, I... Funny enough, I called him out on stage. I was like, oh, yeah, we got the lead singer from Perfect Specimen. You hear everybody go, oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Standard Model. After our <laughs> set, he comes up and goes, yeah, I'm not in Standard Model no more as of today. And I was like... Oh. <laughs> uh, whoops. Wow. Uh, still a funny joke, fest, though. Yeah, right, Even right, though right. it was accidental, it's still Well, then funny. that's when he let me know about Phil Spewer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I was starting a super group with Drew. And uh, I don't know if Madison was in it yet, but he was telling me that Natalie was mm-hmm. actually involved. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I awesome. Oh, and yeah. that's where actually our friendship started. I mean, we kind of knew each other from the scene, but never right. really got to talk talk. Mm-hmm. But that's where like our friendship started from right there. You're both bass player slash vocalists. Yes. Yes. So. I, okay. I don't consider myself a bass player. I consider myself a full rounded musician. I play bass. I play guitar. I play drums. Mm-hmm. I'm a vocalist. Okay. That's fair. But what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do play bass and you do do vocals as does Blake. Do you call him Aaron? Isn't it's Blake Blake Aaron something big? He's got too many names. I know well, that. and the and well, the funny thing, I dubbed him the Papa Biggs because there is two Aarons in Phil Spewer. All <laughs> I know is that Blake has a booming voice, and when he was on this podcast, I had to like turn everyone else's mics down because his it's a small yeah, room, yeah, 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 and it was like just drowning out everything. The famous uh, I hate uh, Twister. Yeah, yep. I, I was howling. He's also anti Little Caesars, which um, we'll we'll fight that out one day. <laughs> Why was he on the podcast? He hates Little Caesars and Twister. Yeah, he's a garbage person. <laughs> Love I, you, Blake. I I want to come on this podcast with him and just dog on Twister. 
because I didn't know why he hated Twister till he pointed out how fake it was. Like, how, of course it was fake. It, I mean, you yes, can't it's film F five tornadoes right. and run away from them. <laughs> I know. This is the nineties. <laughs> of course, it's bad. But yeah, we uh, Janar actually gave me uh, his projector, yeah. and we're gonna do we're gonna screen that movie, and I'm gonna bring Blake in so he can shit on it while we watch it, like I a mystery be, science yeah, theater. I want to be here with that because that right. was the joke between him and I. We may have to because this may end up being a bigger thing. We may have to like get a spot to do it. Could we like, run? Could we run out the Goshen Theater? I don't know if the Goshen Theater would let us. <laughs> We're like, hey, who? The what junkies? We don't want any drug addicts in I'm our I'm pretty place. sure Syracuse would have that. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to Syracuse. Oh, come it's, on, man. Come come down to our area. <laughs> is, it, is that Syracuse have the frog? Yes. That, yeah, yeah, yes, okay. Yes. I've been there once. And the North Webster has uh, the Gentleman's Club. The Gentleman's Club. Is it's that not a, stimulators no yeah, more. yeah. Is is that a strip joint? Yes. Okay. That I, <laughs> if it would have been anything else, I you'd be like, no, it's not a strip joint. I'm like, I don't believe you. It's an antique shop. Yeah. Yeah. The gentleman's club. We look at old vases and it's smoke a, cigars. It's a milkshake shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear those bring all the boys to the yard, so that would make sense. Uh, what were we talking about? I'm distracted uh, by milkshakes. We were talking about the band. We went way off track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when Nick isn't here. Is right, uh, my right. ADD kicks in. I'm like, oh yeah, let's talk about this now. <laughs> Um. So you're at three people now. Head, four. We're four. back at four. Okay, you're at you're back at four. You've recruited Lewis. Lewis. So what happened was we did some shows after October mm-hmm. to lead up into uh, Lewis's introduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, did some shows and then went and cut a demo with David Seigen and rest in peace Sean Horner. Yes, he mastered uh, our demo, which is uh, destruction of property. Did was is that technically under the 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 umbrella of cult recordings? No, then? No? no. Okay, it was just no. like a friend helping. It, it was a friend helping okay. a friend, basically. And if you probably and David would probably say the same thing. If it was, it was. I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that would be under that. Mm-hmm. It was literally a free recording. We paid him in beer. Yeah. yeah. Yes, David <laughs> will accept beer as payment. It, well, well, funny enough, when we went to go cut that demo, mm-hmm. we walked in empty-handed without beer, and he yeah. turned around and he's at his computer and goes. So where's the beer? <laughs> and I'm like, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> so yeah, we went and cut it with, cut that with David, and then the COVID thing happened, and me mm-hmm. and Mike both got sick. I got injured, and then obviously everything else just fell into place. Show stopped. In the midst of our show stopping, our at one point drummer Jay decided. Out of the blue, he was done mm-hmm. and left us high and dry. Mm-hmm. And we were actually starting to write for the new record that we've been working on, I've been working on yeah. to show them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, that put a stop on everything. So when we started to get the wheels going again, I actually stopped being a vocalist and was being a drummer to help them out to knock off their rust mm-hmm. yeah. in the midst of also trying to find a drummer. We had found another guy. We won't speak his name. Voldemort. I'll say it. I said Voldemort. I'll say it. Yeah, we'll do. (laughs) Volkswagen. Um, Look like a beetle. Yes. There we go. He he, he didn't work out. And then in comes Louie. How we got Louie was it was a random time. Me and Louie are part of, I don't want to say organization. I don't want to say gang. We're part of a club Mm -hmm. 
that is the NYDM. And we've and he lives over in Ohio. I am here in Indiana. We've always talked. We've been close friends plus club brothers. Uh, he was is in NYDM a, stand for New York Dungeon Masters. It can, but it's New York Death Militia. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like mine's cooler, but whatever. <laughs> I, 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 I'll give you props. On that one. I got that one. Uh, he hit me up, and I knew he was in a project called Umbro. 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 Yeah. Umbro. Okay. Yeah. And it was a black metal band. Mm-hmm. And he hit me up and goes, hey, how's BA doing? And I was like, I'll be honest with you. It, <laughs> Scoff. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what's going on? He didn't know the whole story. Right. And I was like, we're right now ca- currently looking for a drummer. I was actually considering going back to being a drummer and we just find a vocalist. Because you could find one in every corner of Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drummers, you can't. And he goes, well, you guys have stuff recorded, right? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, send me it. Mm-hmm. I'll be the drummer. And I'm just like, are you you're, you're fucking kidding, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, I'm being dead serious. And I was like, and at the time, I didn't know his job title. And I was like, how far do you live from our practice space, which is in South Whitley? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, about, and I'm thinking three hours right. tops. Five hours. Why the fuck would he drive five hours because we're cool. That's yeah, why. Because we're cool. Because we're cool. Oh, yeah. Honestly, you know? I asked That's myself fair. the same question. That's yeah. 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 I, I was like, okay, man. And, I, and I, I've known Louis for so long. Our previous bands, when he was in Drugita and I was in Hailshot, played shows, I seen what the guy could do. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was, he was going to be a perfect fit. And uh, I was like, dude, I'm going to give you all the material. We're going to get some things ironed out. But you don't get a tryout. You, you're in the band. Right. If you want it that bad, he goes... Give me two. I was like, I'll give you three weeks. He goes, give me two. I was like, I love your integrity towards that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you to take three. Right, yeah. Now, this is where I explain five five hours is not shit for him to drive. He actually drives for pharmacies in Pennsylvania, Oof. New York. There was another state. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but he I think drives. There's 48 more of them, if I'm correct. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> her hard. <laughs> but uh, so him driving from Youngstown, Youngstown, is it Youngstown? It's over by Youngstown, yeah, yeah. Ohio. Him driving to five hours away, five just, hours yeah. away to Podunk, Indiana for band practice mm-hmm. is not shit. And plus, his project was basically being shelved. And he had nothing to do. Yeah. And he was like, I just want to, and we, me and him have always talked about being in a band together. So I was like, screw it, come on. So I went to m- both Mike and Braxton and said, look, we have this cat. I'm going to tell you right now, he doesn't get a tryout. He is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And You vouched for him. You said, I, yeah. He's- well, okay. And I say that where I kind of had to like beat it into Braxton's head. Yeah, because, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because the the guy that had tried out previous came under my word. Uh, Voldemort, as he said. Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so you vowed for somebody else and it didn't work out, so yeah, now yep, your credibility yep. is tainted. When when you Ooh. get when you get Braxton upset and goes, so you want to talk about this uh, this elephant in the room? That means something Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. Yeah. I'm, I'm that so way, too. So when I brought it to Braxton's attention, like Mike was all about it. Mm-hmm. I brought it to Braxton's attention and goes, ah, man, I don't know. <laughs> so Your last suggestion didn't work out. Yeah, I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, at the so point where Alter sounds like a jazz song, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy tried to make one of our sound songs sound like a Kohe and Cambro. Nothing against Kohe and Cambro. You're goddamn but... right there isn't. <laughs> no, you watch your mouth. <laughs> Can't move in the way. But uh, we're not Kohe and Cambro. That's mm-hmm. not our style. Right. He doesn't sing high enough. 
No, <laughs> nobody is Claudio. Okay, no one is Claudio. But uh, yeah, it was like, look, you're not working out. And Braxton was like, it was kind of like being on that chopping block. Like, if this guy doesn't work out, off with your head. <laughs> well, <laughs> you no longer get a say. Right. Your folks no like, longer man, get. I'm trying my best. You do you? Are you bringing a drummer to the table? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but uh, in comes Louis. The first practice we did chisel mm-hmm. flawlessly, and then we went into alter. Mm-hmm. And I looked over at Mike and was like, we're gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but but it was yeah. yeah, but it was cast the stone that actually that that just sealed the deal right there mm-hmm. because yeah, because yeah, he he did so he 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 did something a, lo- a lot different than what was recorded and I'm like, <gasps> yeah, because on the recording uh, there's a spot on cast the stone where it sounds like it, it would be a uh, system of the down beat yeah, and he literally went into a two choke on the cymbal and just went into a straight blast mm-hmm. and I'm looking over at Mike going. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually always, almost stopped in the middle of play. It's like, what? It's always a good sign when you can send like a prospect from a member, like music that's already recorded, and mm-hmm. they and instead of them just playing the same thing, be like, okay, I heard what you guys are playing, but this is what I bring. Mm-hmm. This is my right. style. Right, right. That's and that's what. Sign. Honestly, that's what Louis has done. Mm-hmm. Like for this band, like mm-hmm. he has breathed new life into this band when we thought the end was near, and I. The end is nigh. What is this, the thing that Dwight says? Like, uh, the end is nigh. Bershnickel is I. Oh, the, the, his, what was uh, that from? It's the, the office. office. Okay. What's, <laughs> what's that thing called? The, the, his... I get the office TV show mixed up with the office movie. Or Office Space. Office Space. Office space. I, I always get those mixed up. They, they, I don't they, know they, why. They, 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 they took my stapler. They took my stapler. Strict nine in the guacamole. If they don't pay me, I swear to God, I will burn this place to the ground. The freaking stapler. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a Somebody's good movie. got the bad case of the Mondays. I'm going to punch them in the dick. It's, a, <laughs> it's my jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> stupid idea. You're a stupid, stupid man. But, uh, yeah, when we get when I get when we gave Louis the material to work on, he never practiced them. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. yeah. The he o- just organically vomited out the thing. Well, the I, okay, thing. Yeah, when we say it, because he, he's always in his car driving for his job. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was literally doing muscle memory air drumming. Oh, okay. So when he... So he technically practiced, just not actually exactly, on Exactly. That's on how him. he works. And when the guy comes in to practice, every practice... He's like, guys, I didn't get a pra- dude. You get the pass, okay? <laughs> you are a a driving for your job, b driving to this shitty band, and making us sound good. I'd have been like, yo, shut up. There's no need to brag, okay? We get it. You're great. Okay? No, like, <laughs> oh, I didn't practice. Really- it still sounds this great. Like, yeah. okay, we get it. Yeah, like he is. He is. I feel he is. Uh, pushed this band. To be better. Mm-hmm. That's good. You, you kind of need a member like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. don't want to sound like demeaning or thing, but someone who's almost a little more talented that kind of like pushes you. Oh, no, like, no. Okay, you're, no, you're we, right we gotta on pick the it nose up. We gotta pick with it up. that. Yeah. You really are. Like, again, I'm not trying to down talk any past member, Jay, being this guy that was in the subject. I, I always was trying to find myself as a guy looking out and like not trying to say nothing against me, Mike, or Braxton. Mm-hmm. I was like, what what's wrong with our band? And uh, people that I look up to in the scene, I would I'd go to them. They're mm-hmm. my Yodas, and I was like, "What is our weakest link in the yeah. band? What is it that we're missing? Yeah, what mm-hmm. what what do I need to do? What needs to be done here?" And every one of them said, "Our drummer." And I'm sitting here going, 
what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's hard to see when you're in it. Right, it's right, hard to right. see. Once Louis came in, I heard it. Mm-hmm. I was like, the first practice, it, those three, Braxton, Mike, and Louis, were jamming like they had been jamming with each other forever. That's yeah. that's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, and just, even and I will even say Michael's wife, who who doesn't is not a musician. Mm-hmm. And is not really into metal, if I'm right. Not really. He so goes, much. nah. <laughs> well, no, she, she, she gets it, but right. she, it's not her It's not her thing. go-to. Yeah. But yeah. she was standing outside their house. That's where we practice at, Mike's house. And I was like, they, this sounds really good. And she goes, he was your missing link. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. that says a lot coming from you. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yo, mama proves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, always remember that complacency is where dreams go to die. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Always push. And yep. It's always really important to surround yourself with musicians that are better than you. Yes. Because it, like just that level of efficacy that you can accomplish when you have somebody that you can mirror mm-hmm. or can at least like pass down right. some more like well, expert level between, musicianship. Mm-hmm. I think between me and Michael alone, that, that was kind of a thing because I know he's learned a lot from me, my musicianship and I've learned a lot from his musicianship mm-hmm. alone. And I would think the same thing with Braxton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. You never want to be the smartest person in right. the room. What is, what is it? It's trading art for art. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, if is this is this is the story currently up to date now? So far, okay. So, so far. then let's go. Let me let me backtrack a little bit. And what is it that brought you guys into playing the instruments that you do? Mm-hmm. Start with you, Braxton. Uh, oh, <laughs> Honestly, you tall drink of water. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, well, I actually started with bass back when I was in about fourth grade or so, mm-hmm. and then I switched to guitar around 2007, I mm-hmm. want to say. What's your preference? It, practicing at home or in a band? Because I don't like having the pressure of playing guitar, honestly. Uh, yeah, so. People put it on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I just continued playing guitar. Then Corey asked me to play for this band. Mm-hmm. That's Have, actually when I picked the bass back up. I actually hadn't touched a bass in probably about six years until I join this band honestly <laughs> so yeah kind of you were forced <laughs> yeah a little bit but i mean i like it it's, yeah yeah <laughs> you're still getting to do what you like to do and absolutely music, so. yeah uh uh what kind of ins- what, what were some of the inspirations that drove you to like want to pick up an instrument oof uh well i mean my dad being a pretty big one honestly he's mm-hmm. been in bands all my life uh, particular artists. I kind of grew up listening to like, like Disturbed and stuff yeah, like that. Anything right. that was on mm-hmm. the, you know, harder radio stations right. or stuff like that. Later on, got into a lot of metalcore. Yep. Oh, yeah, I want to point out he is a fresh fish in a big pond. Oh, absolutely. In That's, the local scene. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Before this, literally. The only other band I had ever played in was a really crappy Bolt for My Valentine cover band. Ooh, so. I don't hate that, though. Oh. <laughs> Emphasis on crappy. Oh, I will man. say that. <laughs> so how's Wine Girl doing? Oh, God. Uh, I was late. You, you set that up, didn't you? 
<laughs> Who's wine? What is wine girl? You... Fried fest. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That girl was going hard. Yeah. Okay. She yeah. was having a good time. Dude, I almost stepped in to like make it worse and be like, you know, his band just got signed, right? Oh. <laughs> no. Well, no. It's funny because I was over talking with uh, Alex Parker and you guys mm-hmm. doing that interview, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there losing my mind. I had to walk away. I'm laughing <laughs> so hard. I saw her talking to you like out in the driveway. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, she just kind of like followed you around. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you go back and listen to the interview at that point, mm-hmm. you actually hear her introducing herself to Brad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. yeah. She Are, wanted a tall glass of water yeah. with that bottle of wine. From what I hear, she had a tall glass of wine. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, she I was, heard that too. We don't know where the cork went. She was like <laughs> stumbling all over, splashing it everywhere. It's like, have you seen well, my stylist didn't for somebody the phone? somebody throw a guitar up like, and almost hit her no. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that yeah, when that I happened. And I out. called it. I was like, Chris, that kid is going to fucking drop his shit because he's throwing his guitar right. on the gravel, like, mm-hmm. decline driveway. And he did on her almost oh, well. uh, but she didn't drop the wine bottle right right so. that's a true it's a true wino <laughs> don't spill a fucking drop mm-hmm. oh no no later that night you should have seen it it was <laughs> was that, that a saint virus saint vitus reference wino I don't know. No, why? Uh, I mean, uh, it's a term. That, oh, like, okay. Yeah. Somebody who yeah, drinks like, a uh, lot of wine. Yeah, someone, yeah the yeah. wine connoisseurs. Yeah, a well, wine. I, I don't drink. I wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's all right. None of us. Well, I'm not classy enough to drink wine, and I would definitely assume that you're not either. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be classy. Yeah, yeah. me either. Yeah. Yeah. In all fairness, overrated. it was like Oliver's soft red wine. That's like $6 a bottle. <laughs> so. But the bottle was like huge. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really big bottle. She was a tiny girl. I think it was the bass player in that band. They were, she was with him and they were parked catty cornered from where we were. Oh. And we could see her like just passed out. I think at one point she vomited on herself. Probably. Uh, and it was hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it was wine that she ingested too. So. Yeah. She probably it had was the no worst box wine. headache. Wine headaches are the worst. Yeah. Uh, they, they are. They are. And if it was red Especially wine, red throwing w- up yeah. red wine, yeah. mm-hmm. probably just probably looked like some sort of demon. Yeah. Dehydrated uh, red wine headache. Yeah. I'm getting nauseous just thinking about mm-hmm. it. I've got bad memories. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Yeah. That kind of reminds me of practice last weekend uh, when I was hung over that morning. <laughs> right before we got to practice, I downed like an entire bottle of Gatorade, mm-hmm. got there, and I was like, I need to go to your bathroom. It looked like murder. I'll oh, say it that. Like it was See, there's just... the one trick that I've learned, especially if like you party or you have a show and you get a little wasted afterwards and you have to practice in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just pick up drinking again. It's right. the only thing that'll that'll dull it. Hair it won't be great, but it'll be better than trying to suffer yeah, through. Yeah, isn't that what they tell you to do? Hair it's of the like, dog. Yeah. Hair of the dog. A little bit of hair of the dog. Yep. Yeah, we yeah. get a lot of Bloody Mary people. They had a crazy night the night before. They're like, yep. let me get that Bloody Mary yep. early that's, in the morning. That's how I survive at the three-day festivals. I wake yeah. up early and start drinking again. <laughs> yeah, let's hear uh, your inspiration. My Mike. inspiration. Okay, let's see here. I picked up a guitar. My grandma gave me a guitar when I was like, I want to say like eight, nine years old. I actually still have that guitar. Funny uh, enough, my grandma gave me my first electric guitar. It was a Yamaha. Yeah. Oh, looky there. You yeah. guys are related. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Bringing families together. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it, I think it was like a Harmony or something like that. Is right here. It was just a, a little small classical mm-hmm. classical style guitar. And that thing buzzed all over the place. And it was very <laughs> uninspirationally, uninspirational for me to want to play it. Mm-hmm. So uh, fast forward to, uh, to I turned 14. I picked up an electric guitar and I was like, well, hey, I like this. I can do this. It's not buzzing everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And uh, I had always heard uh, my uncle and my grandfather and some of my and some of my cousins. They all played, and my fam- a lot of my family is from like deep south, like Georgia ish mm-hmm. area and stuff like that. And so, like my grandfather, he played songs on his banjo that. Well, one I've never, I don't think I've ever heard the actual original of, right? Him, but he could sing them word for word, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it's like, well, hell, Grandpa could drink a fifth of wine and still go do this, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's like can't be too hard, you know. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but no, uh, and then my uncle Cliff lived with us, and he played. The, I have an acoustic guitar that's uh, Kalamazoo, actually. That's it's a family heirloom. It's priceless yeah. to me, but uh, it's been from one 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 coast to the other coast. Because of him. Oh, nice. So, I mean, when I say old, I do mean we're talking. It's old. Yeah, it's He it's, broke it out one day. Yeah. That I, 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 heard, I saw dinosaurs come up out of Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no, um, there, there's like, there's no truss rod in the neck, nothing. It's it's actually like got a real thick V-neck on it. Yeah. And, well, at one time, at one point I didn't have an act, I didn't have my own guitar, so I pulled that thing out. Right. Because I was sitting around the house and my dad said, oh, you can't get no sound out of that. You can't get no sound out of that. And I picked it up i'm like yes i can you know so this here i'm old so it's like i got all kinds <laughs> of <laughs> what was it so other than the uh banjo playing what is 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 that style of music what made you want to play or is it just like that was around and i was like oh there is music that can be played yeah mm-hmm. yeah because somebody I mean, because if you look at like uh, bluegrass stuff like that that's yeah. that's original thrash if you yeah. really, if you really mm-hmm. want to get technical that is original thrash mm-hmm. because it's got all the elements of thrash you know it's got it's super fast you know mm-hmm. and stuff like that you heard and, it here first steve martin is the best thrash p- guitar he's, player i've ever I mean, heard steve martin is amazing yeah. he's banjo really, player he's really he's good amazing. at banjo yeah. really good yeah yeah he is i mean i but um, I see. Then I hit a point where I kept saying, "Hey, I play guitar." You know, and it was like, "Oh, yeah, that's nice. We need a bass player." I'm like, "Hey, I play guitar." You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like how Brax. Yeah, yeah, story, ex- ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. But so I go. I'm like, you know what? I can play guitar. I know my fretboard's pretty well. So yeah. I go and I grab a bass. I grab a bass rig and stuff like that. I start playing, and then I get a call from. Uh, I went. To, I decided to go to culinary school like an idiot because you don't have to go to culinary <laughs> school to learn how to cook. You know, it's true. You, you, you go there to be yelled at, and you go there to be told, "Hey, th- this is shit. Make it better." Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So okay. you prepare me for my future. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, Great. I'm so glad I paid for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said. And then this one guy corrected me. He goes, "You come here for this. You come here to be critiqued and to be taught how to do things right." I'm like. All right, you got me there. Yeah, I just, I just kind of smiled. I'm just Damn like, it. I was like, I was like, you know, I said, how do you know I'm not mad at myself for coming here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that put my put music on the back burner, mm-hmm. and I sold my rig and all that stuff. That's so I had money to actually go to school to, have, to be able to afford my first place. Right at the, at the, that was out in Pittsburgh, and then I came back. Went down to Florida for a little bit. Decided I found a music shop down in Florida. I picked up a twelve string acoustic, Ooh. and I was in there playing it and stuff like that. Because you spend long hours cooking and you hear things clattering all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been yelling at people. You you're yell, being yelled yelled at by people. You know, you're hearing kitchens this. are yeah. chaos. They, they, they are so for sure. So so I actually started listening to. Like uh, lounge singers, yeah. Well, I mean, and like only one in particular because it was just like it was soothing, it was calming, it's what I needed. So I, 
I, I mean, I'm a Nora Jones fan. I will be the first to admit oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. yes. So, yeah. I mean, I absolutely appreciate her music, you know, mm-hmm. and all this stuff like that. Because I didn't want to listen to, you know, Hammer Smash Face after smashing plenty of things with my hands. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I, need, I need something to calm down <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, even to this day, I still... I listen to I use Pandora a lot, mm-hmm. and I have if you if I go through it, I could go from like Richie Kotzen to Ooh, yeah, yes. th- that that guy's amazing. Richie Kotzen's a fuck. He, I was so adamant about like if Soundgarden ever needed another vocalist, Richie Kotzen is this absolutely. Chris Cornell replacement. Absolutely. Well, like when, but I love his blues stuff. Yeah. When oh. Rage Against the Machine first like split away from Zach, I want I was like. What if the guys from Raging Against the Machine got Chris Cornell? Next thing I know, Audio Slave was yeah. born. Dude, I fucking love Audio Slave. I love Audio Slave. Was great. Yeah. I love Audio Slave. Yeah. But yeah, but then see, I went from there. And then I had a, I guess you call it a bad relationship, you know, kind of thing with a band playing bass. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a very, I had a, had a, had a setup that would probably, you know, would, would be look like a touring rig, you know, and all yeah. stuff like that. I was ready to, you know, I was ready to do it. And, I told the guy from the start, I was just like, look, I don't, I'm not a cover guy. You, mm-hmm. I know I'm, I don't have the, uh, the mindset to be in a, co- to play covers yeah. personally. I mean, yeah, I, I know about the napalm, the, the napalm death song, but that's mm-hmm. only oh. three seconds. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> you know, I actually forget that we covered that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's a song? I was the one that, <laughs> I'm the one who brought it to the table. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, but no, I mean, that, that's stuff like that. I don't mind because, you know, mm-hmm. that's. It's more of a, that's a joke, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. a, a fun thing. Yeah, yeah. It is, but... Uh, but I still think it was funny when I was like, so who likes Napalm Death? Everybody, yay! Hey. Here's a cover. Three seconds later, what? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's you said it. you were playing a song. Right. <laughs> you actually called that yeah. out, too. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that was you. Probably. <laughs> I'm a consistent asshole, so... Hey, that's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but you're a consistent loved asshole. Yes, yeah. they're all jokes. Right. There's a little bit of truth in everything, but... Yeah, yeah. but... But yeah, so I end up uh, get, actually end up getting rid of my bass, my bass rig, and picked up a guitar again. And I was gonna say when when the band was really starting to knuckle down was when you were really starting to get back into guitar, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's I, but I always had a guitar, right, I, right. I, and and I and I've I've always picked it up, you know, and stuff like that. So it wasn't that I couldn't play. I wasn't playing at like. A higher uh, the higher level that I probably should be in the right. twenty plus years. You know? Me and Braxton have firsthand saw seen this happen when we're trying to learn new material. Mm-hmm. Mike will have problems, but then the son of a bitch will go and pick up his acoustic guitar and just play the most beautiful thing. And it's like, <laughs> where <laughs> is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is this? Yeah. And mm-hmm. what is not going on over here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it doesn't translate exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was actually going to ask you. Sorry to interrupt. You no, were talking about how your first guitar was a, like a classical mm-hmm. guitar, and classical guitar style is very different than what you play now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. was that transition kind of a bumpy road? Uh, no, not really. I just uh, like classical and stuff like that. It's, it's a lot of hand. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hand, hand work. You know that. Hence, Richie Cotton is, yes. is another name I bring up because. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually watching him for with uh, Winery Dogs, and I, mm-hmm. started, and I and I watch, I don't watch this hand, the 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 hand that's fretting. I don't, yeah, yeah. I never watch that mm-hmm. hand at all, because even though you should, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> but no, no, because because here's the thing though. I mean, okay, you can, 
this right here, you like when you put your finger down on that string right there. Mm-hmm. Let's say you put it down on the third fret or whatever. It's just it's just going to be that. Yeah. What this hand is doing right here is what's really changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because let's say uh, you you just you do a downstroke. Okay, the downstroke is going to be like dud 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 dud. Then you know, and then that's that's what I'm that's what I'm more or less watching because I want to see one how fast you're driving. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't, I can. I already know what direction you're going. Mm-hmm. I, this part right here is what, I mean, this right here is the accelerator. This is yes. what takes you yeah. from point A to point B. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't, I have no problems doing like tremolo pickings and stuff like that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I, I kind of like to keep myself kind of what like round, well-rounded. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm naturally well-rounded, so I should be musically well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, well, it's interesting. You're talking about like, how you're dealing with a lot of downstroke, especially with heavier mm-hmm. metal music, but guitar classical, you have consistent upstrokes mm-hmm. all the time. It's more so than you would right. think. Well, with classical, also, don't you do a lot of finger picking too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's, yeah, there. I mean, yeah, because I mean, when I play bass, I use my hands. I because mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else you'd use. Uh, oh, you could use a pick. Versus, versus like your feet. Pick, yeah. <laughs> there, 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 well, there's some guitar players that have no arms that use their feet. Yeah, yeah, there That's is. There's true. been there's been plenty of videos <laughs> to show that. And uh, I love watching them, but I slightly heard "damn it." In your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was expecting more of a laugh, and you were like, "No, I, I've seen many people like, oh, god yeah. damn it." Okay, but, but no, but, I, but no, just like. Uh, like I was watching somebody do a machine head. He was doing his audition for uh, Machine Head, mm-hmm. and he had he had a nub, and he was playing like Machine Head. They got some like intricate parts on in their songs yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was he was keep keeping up with it and singing at the same time. So, Dude, mm-hmm. people yeah. who can play an instrument and sing and like. When the instrument has one melody and your voice is doing something, bro, you are something else. That yeah. shit is um, crazy and, talent. I mean, yeah, because, uh, because uh, I think it's, if I remember correctly, the uh, it's like you have the artistic and the analytical side of your brain, and that that's the reason why musicians have consider, are considered to, to have a slighter, slighter higher intelligence because mm-hmm. they can use both sides of their heads, mm-hmm. you know, and... I wouldn't apply that to every musician yeah, no, I've yeah, ever yeah, met. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What also helps, too, if you... Sm- like, you said your first guitar, you got it like, eight or nine. Yeah. Like, children starting music at a very, very young age are using those different, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, exactly. neural connections exactly. that you lose if you don't play instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I encourage everybody to pick up an instrument because, mm-hmm. I mean, if... I mean, it gives you something to cuss at, at least, you know. You saying that reminds me of the old guy sitting there trying to play a guitar, but then he gets so mad he kicks the other guitar up against the wall. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have an inanimate object take your frustrations out instead of yelling at the Taco Bell counter person or the person outside wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. Oh, oh we went back God. to this. I... I'm going to keep bringing it up. <laughs> right. I'm still mad about it. I Today t- on the Jerry Springer Show, Chris <laughs> is pissed off. <laughs> I can't tell you how many freaking times I've literally just like taken my violin and was just like, what the fuck are you doing? I can't take it. That's one instrument I would love to just sit down and play all the God, time. God, you don't. It's, She's it's, like, no. I no. like a challenge. It's a challenge. a challenge. Go play yeah. Sekito. Don't fucking worry about a violin. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I actually tried a violin many, many years ago. I tried mm-hmm. it for a couple of weeks. I, somebody lo- loaned me their violin mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is early. You know what? 
screw you guys. I'm going to go get a violin and be like, listen to this. I have one. Listen do you want it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Hand over. I'm I've a got violinist. a cello, too. I'll show you how to play. <laughs> I, I, I want to learn by myself. <laughs> I'm a weird guy. I mean, if that's like, it's definitely an instrument. If you can pick it up and you can figure out how to play it, even if you don't yeah. have guidance, it's very rewarding. Yeah. I still got a banjo at the house. My grandfather's banjo. I have right wanted to freaking learn how to play banjo forever. I, way to go, Mike. Now you got her mad. <laughs> well, it, it's, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's trying to get the rolls right. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's really, I mean, you, if you can get your, if you get the rolls I like right. cinnamon rolls. You look like you like cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> All right, Sir Dingus, what about you? <laughs> so in my household, music was always played and it was mainly country. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, nice Conway Twitty, that time era. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, who uh, who sang? Um, you got no one to fold. Oh, uh, Kenny, Kenny Rogers. Uh, Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Kenny yeah. Rogers was always those those guys were always played in the house. So I grew up on country music. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know what what was past that. Right. And then my brother law at the time brought the Metallica Black album Mm. and I heard that and my whole life changed and I wanted to know what this was Mm -hmm. I then found Master of Puppets and figured out who Cliff Burton was yep that's where it started I wanted to be the bass player Mm -hmm. my grandmother not she knew what a bass was but she went and bought me one of them toys from Aldi's Mm -hmm. that was like this green (laughs) guitar that had the like shitty nylon string mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. so i i was on top of the world and plus i was a kid right so when i turned nine she actually <laughs> bought me for my birthday my first bass which i still have mm-hmm. it was a key bass four string and i had a gorilla amp mm. so that's where it all started and i just wanted to be a rock star in metallica and that's where it started and then fast forward to now <laughs> here but we no, are yeah but uh, from there, I I was pl- trying to play bass in a band. That was what I wanted to be through mm-hmm. school. Uh, got out of high school and was in a couple bands that I played bass for and then got with the guys that were in Hailshot. We had a problem trying to keep a drummer. So Seems to be a common issue with a lot of, yes, lot of bands. Yes, it, it, it's, it's that common thing that's yeah. just plagued this whole My state. second band had that issue. We went through like three or what four. What band were you in? Well, it didn't it didn't ever get off the ground, but it was called Aphelion Disorder. And okay. then before that, it was ABFD, which okay. was in like 2012. Okay. Um, But uh, I had played bass for Yesterday's Ashes, and then I played bass for a band called Money by Tuesday, which was a punk band. Mm-hmm. And then... Insert uh, Odin's Revenge slash Hailshot. And then, funny enough, Odin's Revenge was the first time I was ever a front man. Mm-hmm. We did three songs and the rest were covers, but I didn't do the covers. That was actually the bass player, Jaron Clark. Mm. Well, the drummer ended up just flaking on us, and Matt Reich, the guitar player at the time, was like, hey, we don't have a drummer. This is a project we're doing. Insert hail shot here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who's the drummer? And they're like, we don't have one. I was like, I'll be the drummer. Knowing what music I did not know at the time, Matt is like, you're going to do what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't own a drum set, but I wanted to do it. So I went and got a drum set. Mm-hmm. Cheap. I think I spent $50 on it. And at this time, 
YouTube was blowing up. Right. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say that every day. Yes, yes. I I constantly watch yes, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube videos, learned my craft, and then spent nine or ten years with Hailshot, went on the road with them, and then left Hailshot for reasons that we're not going to get into. Mm-hmm. And that when I exited Hailshot was when I joined the lineup and went back to base for Hostile. Mm-hmm. And... That happened. We're not going to get into it. And then enter this band. Were and you in Hostel with that shirt? Okay, that shirt. I got that shirt at the well when the, okay, you guys played no, in the factory. That was, that was what would have been the old lineup slash with Josh Moon. Ah, uh, okay. That, and that shirt was actually before my time. Mm. I, I actually was a fanboy of Hostile. Okay. Because Justin was in a band back in the day, and I knew him when I was in Yesterday's Ashes. I also knew Zach Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny story, Nick Owsley, me and him first met at a Dead to Fall show up in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. It was literally like the hardcore kids fight. And it was Nick Owsley and this other dude named Nick, funny enough. There's too many fucking Nicks. Too many Nicks. Stop naming your kids Nick. <laughs> we got too many of them. But uh, and it was like those two versus like six people. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm jumping in this and helping mm-hmm. them out. So, insert insert friendship here, <laughs> <laughs> and then we obviously know the story. Hostile broke up. Yep. Those some of those guys went and started forced out, mm-hmm. and insert me Joey into Hostile here, and it went and did its thing. Hell yeah! And funny enough, I took what I learned from Hail Shot and Hostile business and music wise, right. and have applied it to Bopal Assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is good. It's almost it. I mean, it's just like any job. It's, it's well, better to have some experience in, in, and some. I hate to use this term, but like some failures to know what right. works and what doesn't. Right. Work. Well, in Hailshot, I was strictly just the drummer, but I I spent so much time learning from those two individuals, which was Matt and Jaron, mm-hmm. about guitar tone, how what to do, what not to do on the right. guitar. And then what and the business side of things also was from Hailshot and Hostile because mm-hmm. of Josh Moon, and I will credit him to this day. And I took everything I learned from those two bands and said, Hey, this is what I know. Not trying to be a big head and say I'm the veteran here. Right. But what I know, let's just apply it here mm-hmm. and see what works. And these two can honestly say I've written ninety percent. Yeah. 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 Of the music and said, okay, this is what I wrote front to back. Mm-hmm. Make this sound, do it your way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. this is just front to back. You guys do this. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I'm, I'm all about progress. I don't, I, I don't care who did what. Right. It, it's, it's the end goal is what I'm looking at. Right. Yeah. You know, because if you're if you're all like, well, well, I I, I don't care what you did, dude. I said yeah. I said this, this right here. We're we're in this as a unit. You this know, is a and team. This is a team. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to bring something to the table. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses. No, yeah. this is Chinese just, democracy. This is just Guns N' Roses. Or this is just Bopal <laughs> yeah. Assault. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. And the one thing I didn't I didn't want to do was be like, well, I, you guys should just follow my lead. It, it's still a band effort. Anything yeah. like, and as far as the songwriting, if they say, hey, let's try it this way, I'll do it. But it's some of the times... It's like I've wrote it like this. Can we try it like this, please? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like anything I've ever let these two touch, they 
ran with it and did phenomenally. Like mm-hmm. the new set of material, Mike has actually wrote two songs, correct? Yeah. Thanks. Two songs. Braxton actually wrote one song, and yeah. then I've wrote an, again in another majority. And then Louis so far has put his stamp on, which has been phenomenal every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I mean, not not to also mention, you know, I mean, I mean, because because he's got because here's the thing, you know, trying to find a direction and then trying to keep that direction mm-hmm. and trying to keep it going and stuff like that. Okay, so that, that that actually has been my adjustment period right there is because he's okay. I'm heavy handed. He's heavy, but he's heavier handed. Like, like handed. he's got. He talking about me being yeah, heavy. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because what because we're talking about is like uh, like the palm muting. Yeah, the palm muting, the chord structuring, mm-hmm. and how how he approaches that and stuff like that. See me, I get. I look at things a little bit, and on, I get, I get, I'm a little bit more different on the, on a different side, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff like that. I'm, I'm a little more different in that. Aspect. You and I have actually had to come like meet in the middle. Ex- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which exactly. is what you're supposed to yeah, do that, in yeah. any relationship because that's well, what a band is. Okay. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, and and nothing against Mike or Braxton, the last two bands that I was in, I never had meeting in the middle. It's you do this and shut up. Yeah. And uh, how did those turn out? Yeah. You see where I'm sitting exactly. right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happens when you don't, when you don't right. treat a band as a relationship. That's well, what and, it is. And, and, and not say that this has started fights. Mm-hmm. It, well, the previous drummer, me and him, actually had an out because he wasn't getting some, and I was like, "Well, here, try it this way." And mm-hmm. I and he smarted off, and I was like, "I'll fucking go home. <laughs> I'll just leave." No, no he, he, yeah. it was in his house, and the one thing I do not want to do is start a fight in somebody's house. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's like it's not. I'm not trying to say you're doing it wrong. I'm just saying we, I'm, I'm, we're I'm, trying thr- to get to somewhere. Yeah. And, and I was throwing out a suggestion, and he he just snapped off at me. And Bro, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, I'm trying, yeah, yeah. It's not even just you. I'm trying to help right. us. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, like, right, this right. This is what right. we want. And, yeah. and the thing was, it was actually it was uh, for not forced out. <laughs> Not defeated. It was the jungle beat. Yeah. Yeah. It was a simple, stupid jungle beat. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to do some like. Is this the jazz song? No. No. Different drummer. (laughs) The original drummer. drummer. When we were writing, right in the process of writing, and Mm -hmm. it was a simple like jungle beat. Yeah. And he's trying to sit there and do like some black metal shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, dude. Say, okay, I like your idea, but not for right here. Right, Table right. that. We'll, we'll, and, we'll use it later. And to if you were to ask what genres does Bhopal Assault really angle towards, at first it was black metal mm-hmm. when it was just the three of us. And I, nothing against black metal. I love black metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <Dark Rome>. yeah. <laughs> but I also love hardcore. I also yeah. love doom. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming to a practice and saying, why can't we just do all just we have a this band is a blender. Why can't we take all these genres and put them in here and see what happens? And so Bopal Assault is literally a hardcore band, a black metal band and a doom band all into one. This this is this is okay. So like I love that this is the the direction that music is going, but I also hate it because it makes it so difficult to be like, oh, yeah, I'm in a band. Oh, like what genre do you play? Um, it's like well, all the genres that you've and, ever heard of, and yeah. we play and, and it all. And I totally, that's what we and all I totally to. get that. But it's that's hard to where, label things anymore. Yeah, it is. That's why, honestly, anymore. And this being our first interview as a full band, mm-hmm. like I've done interviews for this band, mm-hmm. and we're like, 
I'm just like we're just a band that loves music and yeah. love mm-hmm. what we play. Hey, That's come it. hear yeah. us, and then you can you can tell people. Yeah. Yeah. Your own judgment. Yeah. If a fan yeah. says, "Hey, you sound like this," okay, that's Perfect. what we are. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I get, like, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, Corey from I'm gonna say it Udo. wrong. Huh? Udo. Udo. Thank you. Udo. Corey came up to me and said. Your vocals remind me of Jamie Josta from Hatebreed. I hey, love, I go. love you for that. <laughs> you know, you want a hug? yeah. Like, go tell everyone. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell your friends. Tell yeah. your grandmother. Like, hey, you want to see this Jamie Josta? But he's a big motherfucker. <laughs> you know, and like Jan Hardy. Uh, no, it wasn't Jan Hardy. I take it back. It was uh, Jaron Stanford from Enemy of Creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first show goes up to Braxton and said, "Dude, your bass playing it reminded me of Coal Chamber." Coal Chamber. <laughs> I would have never thought that. <laughs> and I, somebody who who uh, compared you, I, I, I it was Jason Mitchell said that your guitar playing reminded him of uh, Demolition Hammer. I think I it, was, see, it, it, it was that. I think. Yeah, because because I to say is whenever somebody asks me, you know, hey, um, no, hey, hey, how do you? No. <laughs> Don't you make a mess I'm in this studio? Even, I'm not. I will cancel this band right now. <laughs> oh, 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 really? Not like it was almost canceled earlier. <laughs> yes, sure. I'm just gonna let it sit there yeah. and do its thing. Appreciate Simmer it. down now. Okay. Actually, you know what? We're gonna play the smart bowl. Yeah, there you go. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Off the carpet. Yeah. Yes. But no, like when someone asked me, they're like, "What? What do you compare your music to?" I said. Just say it's heavy, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, heavy and loud. Yeah. That. yeah, yeah, just just, heavy. Yeah, just call it heavy. I, yeah. said, they, mm-hmm. I, I said, don't label it. Yeah. Don't label yeah. it. I, I mean, we're, we are influenced by all types of music. Exactly. Let it be like Dark Throne. Mm-hmm. Nora Jones. Nora Jones. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously, though, man. I mean, Wing. I, technically, no, you God, are, because no. that's an inspiration of yours. Exactly. So. exactly well, different know. genres of music can offer different techniques, styles, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 instruments yeah. that you play. For sure, for sure. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, there are bands in the five seven four well the scene of Indiana that I'm influenced by that I brought to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wouldn't say Lenore Colt though. Now they <laughs> now they suck. Yeah, they <laughs> suck. <laughs> we hate them, even though David was just in here last night and he gave yeah. me and, this and David Jim did record Cult our... of Cornet uh, official burger towel. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That is awesome. Oh, and I would like to give a shout out to our uh, merch. Slash roadie guy Kevin Mikowski, aka K Dog. Love you, brother. I can't wait till you hear this and you get your shout out. You finally get your moment in the spot. Like that dude does not get enough credit. He has helped us out from day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's helped keep this band in check. Roadies yeah. never get enough credit, and that's dude, why Tenacious exactly. D wrote a song about them. Right. <laughs> and technically Motorhead. Yeah. Road crew. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. But I forgot about the Tenacious D song. Thank How you. dare you? <laughs> You know what? Just because of that, I'm ending this. I was How dare you? Say, How dare you? You think I'm kidding? I'm not. This Music lives over. matter too, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now Toon Junkie's gonna get canceled. <laughs> well, boys, it's been a wild ride. And I'm know, so glad you went to T Bell with me today. So right. You got so people can vouch for what happened. Well, I'm still mad about you forgetting Tenacious D, so I'm going to shut it down. Okay? <laughs> and if I see you tonight, I'm going to pee on your leg. So, <laughs> Tenacious if I buy you ice D cream, matters. Would it, would it, would no, I have sensitive teeth, and ice cream hurts. Mm-hmm. I have sensitive teeth, too, and I still eat ice cream. What? Well, that shows that there's an intelligence difference between you and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> Pop quiz, he says. <laughs> 
I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for solidifying my point. Love you, buddy. I, so, I love you too, Chris. <laughs> we've had a fun time here. Thank you. Let's um uh let's, let's do this again in six more months. Yeah, six more months, <laughs> yes. Um we're gonna close this out, but before we do, mm-hmm. plug your shit. Where can we find and follow both Paul uh, Assault? You can find us on Facebook and YouTube. That's it. We went old school with this. If you want any of our stuff, there is a YouTube video with Alter and Chisel. But if you want a CD, you can reach us on Facebook or any of us personally on Facebook. We will either mail or uh, bring it to you or catch us at a show. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. And we have shirts, stickers, shot glasses. And butt wipes, right? Butt wipes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so the thing we close out with normally mm-hmm. is what have you been listening to? So pull out your streaming service or whatever whatever you listen to. Uh, I already know what I've been listening to. Yeah. I'll let you guys go. Like, you. Yep. Me? Yeah, you. Come on, Jason Newstead. <laughs> oh. I've been listening to a lot of Orbit culture lately. Okay. Nice, know. nice. Yeah. So you're uh, on Pandora. I've been listening between Nails radio and uh, Richie Cotson radio too nice yeah so yeah yeah and me it's been ranging between hardcore of Lionheart and Terror and then black metal it's been Dark Throne and Burzum and then rap Bone Thugs and Harmony and Upchurch nice (laughs) I just listened to uh, I saw a video on Facebook the other day of Upchurch covering uh was it a Nutshell by Alice he, Chains? Yes, he's done Nutshell, and he's also did, I think he did either Rooster or Man in the Box. He's got a good voice. But then like he it. also did a cover of, I don't I don't know who originally did it, but he did a cover of Nirvana's Girl, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? And I'm mm. pretty sure he shot a video for it. Mm. I know Tyrell used to get mad because a lot of people said he looked like Upchurch. Mm. And when he first told me that, I didn't know who Upchurch was. See, and the only reason I got into Upchurch because somebody – at work was always listening to him. And, I, yeah. and then I finally sat down and listened to him. I was like, this guy's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hick hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, Upchurch has this, like, cult following. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But what about uh, you? What uh, do you got? Well, when you guys pulled up and you were sitting in the garage, yep. I was listening to Broadway, you know, Seven Wives for Seven Brothers. Oh, seven. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a good one. I hey, know one. you learn something new every day. <laughs> he likes Broadway. Yeah, I, I, I like all forms of music. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. And then uh, Joe Bebbing, I think I'm saying that right. Uh, almost like how you would spell Joey, except except with the Y, you would replace it with a P. So mm-hmm. Joe Bebbing. Sure. Very very mellow music, very calming stuff. So if you need something to de-stress, definitely listen. I always de- to that. de-stress to Jack Johnson. Ooh, Ooh I see your Jack Johnson, and I raise you a John Mayer. Yeah. I take your John Mayer, and I raise you a Kake King. Uh, I take no, both of your raises. Nothing is higher than John Mayer. I take both of <laughs> your raises and go uh, Ben Harper. Ooh. Yeah, yes. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. Burn, everyone burn, everyone one da- burn One Down is my jam. You know what? You've redeemed yourself. Well, I have forgiven you. you for the tenacious deep <laughs> okay. Ben Harper's a solid, solid yeah, yeah. mention. Anybody that can pick up a guitar, a acoustic guitar, and just just make beautiful, beautiful music, sounds. yeah, yeah. I hate Mike over I here. <laughs> Gary Clark I'm not, Jr. I'm not joking. Like too. he will huh? make some beautiful. Gary Clark Jr. Yes, yeah. Gary Clark yeah. Jr. Yep. Um, I'm gonna. What I said it. To? I'm gonna say it again, just because it, I've been listening to it a lot. Uh, the 
Amorosa album from mm-hmm. last year, Peach Cheryl Club. Cry. Um, and then last night, I've been following this dude, Curly something Swope on Facebook, and he, I don't know, he's been promoting this band called Zombie Shark for a while, mm-hmm. and it's apparently called Cyber Grind. Yeah. And I listened to it last night, and this is, I think this is the first time I've ever done this, but I did not like it at all. But I'm yeah. also not a big grind guy. But I like the vote, like the, uh, it was like a, an industrial electronic vocal thing that they did. That oh, I, you would have uh, been, that I really been totally liked. up Louie's alley. I really liked you know that, that part. But. We do know what Louie's been listening to besides Bhopal Assault. Ministry. 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 Nice. Ministry or anything black metal. Yeah. That, that's what that man yeah. listens to. And then I would also, I would always plug John Mayer and Sheryl Crow. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I miss John Mayer. We need not gone anywhere. Live shows. Um, <laughs> oh, I've only seen, damn it, I've only COVID. seen one. I got a fucking one of these days. I'll ra- I'll save up uh, several thousand dollars so I can get VIP to meet him. Right, right. I can touch him. I'll, my bucket list. I want to go see Rancid so bad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been fun, and I'll see. We'll see you guys later tonight. Lex, at, yep, uh, Chris, thank you very much. You're very so, welcome. Uh. You can find us on all our social media platforms, Twitter at Toon Junkies Podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, Toon Junkies Podcast. You guys are on YouTube, aren't um, you? Yeah, but it doesn't upload the same way that we do on Spotify. It's like mm-hmm. delayed, but- How about Zanga? Zanga? <laughs> yeah, find us on Napster. Livewire. Fucking Toon Junkers. Yeah. Uh, um, Facebook, Toon Junkies Podcast, mm-hmm. um, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you want. Um, Nick's information. You can, Nick's uh, Inst- Twitter is um, Make Darren Sure, sure yeah. and his Instagram is Pulp.Nixion. And, yeah. Or just go to a, the local liquor store in Warsaw. And- <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He'll be there to yeah. greet you. Yes. So it's been fun. Thank you yes, again. This has been a Toon Junkies guys. Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Lex. And, uh, Fuck you, Corey.